0: It is Tuesday night and you know what that means and normally I would sit here with a cold open but I have so much deference and respect for our guest tonight. I'm taking away my cold open so we can have more time with him and apparently this has angered him and we'll get to that in a minute because you know what Sammy let's start the show. Turn Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast Podcast. with Adam Ray. Trying to cut it back. Justin
1: Fields making magic happen. There goes Fields. Touchdown.
0: The Sickest Chicago Bears and Fantasy Football Podcast. Sports Entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Welcome to Tuesday night. It is time for take it to the rank, and yes, our guest tonight is one of the Godfathers of the tape never lies network. One of my good friends, somebody who over the last couple of years I have grown to to love as a brother. And without further ado, let's welcome Draft Doctor Phil back to the show once again. And by the way, listen, guess and- who's back? That's his back, back. Back again. again. <laughs> and I will, I will be honest with you. I was yes. I was sitting here. We were talking with Sammy before the show. And I said, listen, I'm gonna cut out the cold open. And everybody got upset because I wanted to spend more time with you. And apparently that was the wrong answer. Because I listen, I could sit here. I have a lot of people that I'm upset with. Yes. I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start with Mina Kimes, who oh I love. My God. Oh my why God. is she why is she getting into this? Why is she now being like, I wish they surrounded Justin Fields with, I'm like, why are you in, listen, your team just traded Russell Wilson. You don't need to right. worry about what we're doing. I love you. <laughs> I think you're a great television personality. I watch your shows despite Dan Orlovsky. No, I'm kidding. I love Dan too. But it's like, I, I love Mina. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan, but why yeah. are you, why are you, why are you contributing to the echo chamber? That is the Bears fandom.
1: I don't know. I I am I'm, I'm I'm put off. I'm upset, Phil. I I could say I'm not a big fan of Mina Kimes. I'm just <gasps> keep it on. I don't come on. I know there's like a political line with Mina Kime. Look at that, it rhymes. It but is uh
0: I'm you just... know what? I listen, she is a she's a heat machine, she's uh yeah. she's she's John you know Cena like where you <laughs> love her, you hate. Her. No, it's it, you know what, but that's what listen, you you, you stand on one camp. There's not anybody who's ever said the words, I don't Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. No, you, no, you have you have a definitive feeling. Yes or no. I'm yes. You're apparently no. I'm not. I don't, I'm no. But that's
1: fine. But you don't have to That's with me like, too, right? That's me and you. People, are yeah, anybody yeah. in the middle of you and I? I Maybe no. you. Maybe no, you. No, no, no.
0: People. Definitely not me. People have definite feelings about me, mostly horrible. Yeah, and that's I fine. So. I don't I don't care. I honestly, I, it doesn't bother me, but what bothers me is I think that, you know, we understand like Bears fans are like there's a reason why it's been a long frustrating grind since 1985, people are upset. Right. I just don't know why the national media cherry picks I don't know, I don't know whose Twitter accounts they're following. But they they cherry pick a couple and be like, oh, the Bears must not be doing anything, because it feels like anybody who, you know, spent some time watching this stuff is like, the Bears—they're taking the long haul. They're not—they're not Ryan pacing it right now. They're not—they're not in the Ryan pace car, trying to lap the field with Christian (laughs) Kirk-like signings. You know, that's that's it.
1: You you know, he would have
0: outbid. He would have outbid Jacksonville. For
1: Christian Kirk, if he was still around, and that would have been dumb. And I think that you hit the, the nail on the head. And I'll just explain my Mina Kimes thing like this: It's like that neighbor that decides that you like a certain expensive cheese, but I'm yeah. good with. I'm fine with 100%. certain cheese. You don't. You don't have to go all fancy on. I, I think Mina wants to be the smartest person in the room, and that kind of goes to your point here with Christian Kirk. It's like analysis that goes along with headline names, household Mm -hmm. names. And that's really the opposite of what I do and what we do. You know, for every Khalil Mack, which is, you know, I believe he's a top five football player in the NFL. There's also an equanimous St. Brown who has yet to define himself and has a personal issue with Aaron Rodgers privately yeah. that affects his. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has disowned his parents for God's yeah. sake. God forbid a six foot five, four four guy that has a lot of talent doesn't like you. Uh, I'm not going to throw that the ball his way. You think that yeah. might have something to do? So we don't know. Equanimius, Saint Brown sounds like a math equation. Equanimius, right. the Equinimius. Equinimius equation. But Saint Brown, watching is. This- I'm watching his tape. I'm excited about 6'5, 4'4, four, four, and that kind of athlete, but he's not the headline for the marquee boys or the blog boys, as I call them. No,
0: and it's true. And I, gosh, I, I, I was going to sit here and pop off about, I remember him when he was just equanimous Brown. He played, it's funny because him and his brother uh, went to Servite in modern day, which means nothing to anybody outside of Southern California. But it's no, I a know
1: modern day, modern day. Everybody's modern that day on the East Coast.
0: Okay, modern day nationally ranked football program out here with Long Beach Poly, Corona Centennial. Servite is modern day's rival, and the two brothers went to the rival schools. It's hilarious, and they both were very good, and they both went to USC, and then one was drafted into a situation with a quarterback who never trusts, never trusts anybody outside of his guys, and you want to look at. Anybody who wants to dismiss Equinemius St. Brown, I swear to God, if you would have watched the first couple of years of Devontae Adams, you would have thought that he was a bust as well. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers did not want to throw him the football. And then eventually it takes some time. And I don't know what it is. Like there has to be something that you have to do to ingratiate yourself with him, that he okay. finally trusts you. And I, you know, and I honestly want to get James Jones on the show because. We we talk about this when James Jones went to the Packers, Greg Jennings was there, Jordy Nelson was there. James never got the football. And if you know anything about James Jones, uh, and he scored I think ninety percent of his touchdowns against the Bears. Pretty good receiver. Yeah, pretty good. And he's Pre- he he loves Aaron. And I'm like, bro, like Aaron didn't yeah. do you a lot of favors early on. And so I think that players like Equanimee St. Brown can come in and provide a role. What did he have, like 600? Or No, Byron Pringle was the guy who had 605. Like, they're yeah. fine. Like
1: We're just building a team right now. You can't. If you go out and overpay for Christian Kirk, you become the same redundant Chicago Bears from the past. You remember way back. You and I remember a lot of these young bucks won't. They went out and got Michael Timpson and Ooh. let go of Jeff Graham. When you saw a performance, the Chicago Bears always kind of tried to buy players. They have, you know, for every yeah. Curtis Conway, you know, there's 500 other guys. So, to your point, they're not winning the headline offseason of the Dr- remember the Philadelphia Eagles with the dream team. Where did they yeah. go? The Washington Redskins, they won the offseason, which they were the Redskins. So, I'm safe saying yeah. that back. exactly there. okay. <laughs> They won it, but they didn't win anything for it. Free agency is, I forget what the smartest man, my boy Shane, always calls it, but I'll say, you know, it, it's, it's trap doors. It's yeah. hopefully, and the thing I like, though, really, about Ryan Poles, Eberflus and Ryan Poles are on the same, they're like a figure, a, a, a beautiful choreographed Olympic figure skaters. They're doing it together.
0: Synchronized swimming. Exactly.
1: (laughs) It's the balls of their feet hitting the bottom. They understand the foundation of the player that they're finding. Look at these guys, okay? Sixth round, undrafted. Sixth round, undrafted. Love the game of football. Do you love the game of football? You and I go back and forth, you know, for years. And I'm like... I know watching David Montgomery, he loves the game of football. I know yes. Robert Quinn loves the game of football. Eddie Jackson, I don't know that he loves the game of football. He likes the spotlight. He likes yeah. the money. It sounds like a disco song back in the yeah. day, Right? But the reality is the goal for these guys is fine. They, you heard – I don't know if you heard Eberflus today talk about yeah uh, Lucas Patrick and – He's talking to called him a,
0: a prick. One of them called him yeah. a prick. Yeah, Ryan, a Poles,
1: Ryan Poles yeah, called him right. a prick in a good way. Like you and I, that's my kind of football team. Cause yeah. I'm seeing Poles and Eber loose and you know, privately me and you, eh, I would call out Matt Nagy for being the shoe salesman for you. Yeah. hundred percent. Because he did not align. He aligned with what Mina wants headlines. Let's get this guy, Ryan. Let's get Christian Kerr. We need him. But you really don't. You need someone that loves the game. And if you can get that – they're all great athletes in the NFL. But if you get that 10% out of them, like a Byron Pringle comes here and all of a sudden he becomes that slot guy and he's running his routes full speed, all of a sudden everybody's capturing that same kind of effort. You've changed the culture here. And I feel like Ryan Pohl's synchronized swimming – better analogy you are the analogy king i always Hmm. call you that i believe they're finding the right guys to build their culture and i think that how do you build a house adam you don't just foundation yeah you don't put the freaking kitchen in first you got to build the foundation And and i i i believe and i said this on another show i believe a lot of these nerds and blog boys and headline <laughs> hunters are going to be eating a lot of crow. Like, wait a second. I they all know. do every yeah. year,
0: every,
1: every year. year, every I mean, you year. You could
0: you could sit here and build a nice little house out of balsa wood and it'll look fun. Big clap and applaud. Like, Oh, it looks great. And then, you know, the first time the wind blows through town that right. things lifted up in the air and shot over three towns over, then you're like, Oh yeah, what did we do? I think what uh, Ryan Poles has done. And I think that he's been so candid, which has been That's so crazy. refreshing. Where he's yeah. talking about being in the back of a car with Oban Joby, being like, sorry, bro, we can't sign you. Like, what do you want from us? And I think that – and by the way, I'm not closing the door on that either. That exact, I think they could both, honestly, I think it's going to – I think he's eventually
1: going to be with us. it will so be fine. Shane and Bareissimo quoted that quote and said, not today. It says something like that. I think we talked about this. Not ago. today. Not yeah. today. We can't so do maybe, it today. Yeah, I, I believe that would be. Listen, I'm a huge obi One Janobi fan, the Jedi at the three yeah. tech. I'm a big fan of this young man. I remember when he's coming out of Charlotte, UNC Charlotte. I was so excited about that kid's, but he didn't fit the Bears. He was a perfect three technique. Yeah. Now the Bears have switched back. And he becomes that. So if he he comes in the back door, there's another piece of the another. foundation, Adam, that they're building. Not the headlines. Right. The headlines have never won a championship. Oh, the, the,
0: the headlines are failed physical, which is not Ryan Pohl's fault. Yeah. Like, he's not a doctor. What do you want from him? Like, they're, you're not allowed to evaluate these players beforehand this is why everything's all speculative like we've agreed to terms you got to come in and you got to uh you know like if you you know when you're walking up like if there's a kid like there's any kid that can walk into a liquor store and grab a a a 12 pack of Coors Light which is fine you can take it up to the counter but if you do not have the proper id you're not going to be able to purchase that similarly these players can agree we're walking to the counter but if this guy cannot pass a physical, this is not, and by the way, I'm glad the bears are actually being proactive and be like, bro, we can't sign you to this contract. If you're not ready to go, I'm sorry. That's the way it goes. You're buying a house right now. Maybe I shouldn't have said that, but in any event, like you agree to buy a house, but then you have your inspector come in Your Inspector's that's like this is foundation this foundation's cracked. You can't put, you can't live here. It's going right. to, this house is going to fold upon itself and whatever it is.
1: So I think and that I hate, I hate that there was a negativity attached to it, because <laughs> to your point, here's a GM being so openly transparent yeah. by not making the same mistakes of brothers in the past GMs, Jerry Angelo and company, just wanting to save face. Let's just push through the physical. And you know what happens, uh, Adam? They Ryan Poles is the one that has to deal with his injury in OTAs or rookie minicamp. Why'd you sign him? Now the media and fans want to bury him for, he's not, just like you said, he's not a doctor. Yeah. All you could do is agree to terms, check in, get the, get the home inspector in, which is the doctor. You know what? We're very concerned about this. However, if you get surgery on this and it's very simple procedure and we feel as though the healing is going in the right direction. We're going to revisit and honor the deal that we made for you. That's how much we believe in you. But we're not going to say that to the media out there. Right. We're just going to say it to you professionally and for your GM to say that this was a tough day for all of us, that's yeah. including himself. And and I respect that because I have never seen in my existence in rooting for this team such honesty when it comes to wanting your team to be successful and not just being this corporate business. Oh, well, on to the next guy. Let's overpay for that guy now. Yeah. No, that they is do that. And the move they did make,
0: the guy they brought in for the Chargers was very good. And you're like, Justin okay. Justin Jones. Justin yes. Jones. And you're like, okay, this works. Not overpaying, not not retaliating. And it's refreshing. And again, you talk about it last year. Like, if you think about what we're getting... Uh harangues for right now. It's a failed physical. The Bills match the offer on Ryan Bates, one of the most beloved Chicago athletes since Ryan Sandberg. And <laughs> which is fine. Like this, this, it happens. I we had Cynthia Freeland on the podcast on Thursday. She was talking like the Bills were not going to be able to match it. And I might or might not have been very upset with no, I'm just kidding. But you Know, but but everybody kind of is like, oh, maybe we'll we'll get away. But it's fine. It's fine. Those are the headlines. Last year. Remember what was happening last year? Our headlines last year were signing Andy Dalton, mm-hmm. which was not a beloved move. Signing 10 tight ends. We had 10 tight ends on the roster. Yes. That's why everybody was making fun of us. Ryan Poles is not doing that. He's not gone out like Ryan Pace would have signed every single receiver. We would be we would have; we would be leveraged. We would have traded our second. We would have traded our second round pick for some. We would have traded our second round pick for Jarvis Landry. Like right. a lot of things would be bad right now. So I think that everybody just need. I, and again, it feels like we do this, and it, it feels like no matter who's sitting there with me, we're always like, "You guys, chill out. Like it's not as bad as you think it is."
1: Yeah. Again, free agency is just the beginning of an off season. And I've always said this, the draft is where you make your hay. You saw them trade away Khalil Mack. I was completely disheveled over that. You're up, You're upset. I completely was upset because I, I absolutely adore um, Khalil Mack. I appreciate everything about his game to move on and get a younger player, a second round pick and a future pick and that cap fluidity I'll call it for yeah. for next year to set you know you've set your foundation this year and there's no way you can build a culture and say we're going in it just to go in it and lose like yeah. that, that that's the kind of analysis and program building that becomes the Jacksonville Jaguars or the New York Jets for the next 20 years you cannot do that and so far football the recipe for success is to understand what Eberflus is preaching. It might not work for all of those players. That's the ones you clear out. The ones that buy in are the they're going to reap the benefits because we've seen it here before and you know, I've had my father's a coach, my uncle's a coach. You have to buy into what the program is and it's going to be completely different and it might be what was that defense wave of, the no-name defense remember yeah. the oh yeah that, that's what it might be for you know you got roquan out there you got jalen johnson everyone knows obviously R- robert quinn broke a hundred year sack record yeah people want to trade him out of town it's like the bears can't fold tents you keep him no, no, no. Yeah. I, you
0: know what? And I think it was an extenuating circumstance. I was very vocal along with you. I yeah. said, I don't want to trade Khalil Mack. I'm not yeah. interested in trading him because I thought that a lot of teams were going to lowball him. Yeah. But when a team, when the Chargers are motivated to get a player like him and we're like, I'll give you a second round pick, we'll pay a salary. You're like, okay, I guess we have to do that.
1: Just yeah. because
0: it's a luxury that you can't afford at some point. You know what? You're like, yeah, I guess not. You know, um, I don't. I don't need a, a living in Southern California – I don't need a snowmobile like I it's a it's a something I love I would love to own this this machinery (laughs) yeah but it's not practical for me to keep this snowmobile in my garage that I'm not going to be able to use to its fullest extent somebody else can make better use of it I'm going to allow that to happen so again I didn't want it to happen I thought that perhaps it might be a guy who would be moved during the season the Bears got such a great deal from and when you look at what people are, like what Amari Cooper was traded for. Jarvis Landry didn't, he was just released. The right. fact that you got a second round pick and the the salary paid for, that is a better deal than people are giving Ryan Poles credit for. But we do have some questions, Phil. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Not enough to keep me from cutting you off. I'm still going to do it, uh, but I didn't mean to. Uh, but Sammy, <laughs> Sammy's getting anxious because we get, we get questions. Sammy! So Jeremy's asking, uh, can you guys talk about what makes up the core in 2022, that makes us a winner in 23. You know, I want to go back to the offensive line and talk about uh, Lucas Patrick. Again, when people are saying they have not addressed the offensive line, well, you have to remember, they have two young tackles exactly. who both of them, and I we have not seen them practice yet, but judging from the photos that come out in the social media, we have two young tackles that seem to have received Ryan Pohl's message and Matt Eberflus' message and they're working their asses off to get into shape Absolutely. and if you have a brand new center and two young tackles that's three-fifths of your line like yeah. what like Ryan Bates would have been perfect what more do you want them to do like how many guys do you need to sign because Collins goes and signs that deal with the Cincinnati Bengals which is great they needed tackles maybe the Bears have evaluated what they have in Tevin Jenkins and Larry Borum. And I don't know why the internet has decided that they're upset with Larry Borum. I have not, I don't understand that at all. (laughs) And I think when you're, and Jeremy, when you're talking about like, what is the base, the foundation, I think those three guys, and I think Cody Whitehair could eventually be moved or not Mm -hmm. retained next year. And there might be another guy who slots in at guard. Maybe they draft one. I think that those three pieces or what we're looking
1: at is a revamped offensive line. How do you feel, Phil? I I'm with you. I you know, I don't go for headlines or clicks. I go for the truth of what the tape is gonna tell me, and I always preach that. And Tevin Jenkins to me is <laughs> such an underrated piece of this puzzle because of what I scouted at Oklahoma State. I saw the Left tackle skills, the footwork, the power, the tenacity. We saw it on Monday night, or was it Thursday night? Whenever they played the Vikings and, you know, yeah. a Fetty comes over to stop yeah. what Ryan... The Poe Monday was, night game, yeah. Yeah, to make... This is about an attitude, number one. You have to have a right temperament. They're praising a prick because that's the kind of temperament that they're looking to scout. Larry Borm. Has the prick, so does Tevin Jenkins. So you're checking those boxes. There's a guy on there from Yale who played five years of organized football and was signed by the Chicago Bears. He's a star rugby player and an athlete. I know, I watching his tape at Yale, you can't teach that kind of anger on the football field, and that's Dieter Eisland. So these guys aren't Mina Kimes' names. They she don't know yeah. yet, but they build. Like who was Mark Bortz? Who was Tom Thayer? Who were these guys yeah. back in the day? You have to build that cohesiveness. So to Adam's point, I'm step for step with you because I feel like you just name. Obviously, Patrick Patrick is going to be your center, yeah. And then Tevin Jenkins and Larry Boren will be your tackles. White hair will stay there. Now you're looking. You could draft a guard in the draft and the second round, which would, spoiler alert, that's what I would be doing, looking at this. I love the wide receivers in this draft. There's depth there. I get a great guard there. All of a sudden, I got my five. Here's a freaking mean, hungry athlete learning next to a prick, another prick, and another prick. And then all of a sudden, David Montgomery's carries – are in more rhythm. And Luke Getze's philosophy of what you see them doing with the Packers, that inside zone, power game, trap back, do action, bootleg off and get Justin. All of a sudden, where did these Bears come from? That's how you build. What Adam and stuff. You don't build, let's sign Christian Kirk for 89 mil and hope he, how many receivers have busted? They have to come in. That's why I think, Equanimius saint brown might be the dying that piece of coal that died because getsy knows you think yeah. Equanimius well, comes here if getsy says this kid's no good
0: exactly and you know what they did not go after mvs they did not go after uh anybody else from that team exactly if getsy is signing off on him he's seen him more than we have exactly and you know what i i love those kind of signings and again Me too. i think i i look at it i just Ryan Bates would have been perfect. Like that was a great move, a great risk. They tried. You wouldn't have to. And with low cost, Buffalo obviously thinks the world of them because they brought him back. And they could have used those two second-round picks on wide receivers, but now they'll have to adjust. Maybe they trade back. Who knows what happens? It's fine. Like a lot of this – and and we said this on the show. uh, I think I closed the show with this on Thursday when they signed Dozier – Like, please also leave the social media team of the Bears alone. Like, they're sponsored because the one with uh, Trevor Simeon and I told you they're sponsored by Hyundai. They have to find a way to sell this. Hyundai's paying money to this twenty-two-year-old kid who's got to turn out content. If they if they turn a phrase, just understand it's a team account. The PR account's been really good too. You need to follow that as well. But uh, leave them alone. But that is Jeremy to answer your question.
1: That's not going to happen know, I, I with know, us. You know I that. know it's not. I know Shane's it's not. Shane's going to get after them.
0: Shane is just <laughs> like Shane. Stop it! This is some kid. Leave him alone. Let hey, he you or make she them do, do better, them
1: Adam, you make. I them want better. them
0: to. Be- we'll make them better. We don't have Let's to be make so. Them better. You be the nice. We'll be Good better. Not bad gal. In- <laughs> we'll do it in house. <laughs> All right, Jeremy. So I hope that answered your question. But our foundation will be the offensive line, despite what everybody else thinks. Uh, I think we're actually on the right track there. Okay, Sammy, let's go with another question. We're already <laughs> on the question, too. It's not even 830 yet. See, we're doing great. Uh, hostile Harold. Oh, hostile Harold. Look at hostile Harold. He's, he's a prick. He's hostile. Yeah, I like question to Sign point. him. By the way, our producers are Canadian. I don't know if they appreciate our language. We, I'm, I'm teasing. I'm, I'm joking. GM. I'm quoting our GM. That's true. I'm quoting um, our GM. Uh, <laughs> question for you. What are your thoughts on Everfoot's reaching out to some of the former Bears greats? Uh, love the Tape Never Lies Network, everybody does. Oh, thank uh, you. How do you feel about that? Reaching out to Peanut Tillman and some of these guys, offering them maybe perhaps $16 an hour, whatever it is. How do you feel about them reaching out? Little
1: soul. Little soul. <laughs> I honestly think it's so important to not just be optics with this. And I want to explain this. Great question, Hostel. Because I think as an organization, you have a job to understand that football is a collision sport. Now, all jokes aside, there are many a men that have played for the Chicago Bears that have given up uh, a lot of their life. Life's really shortened yeah. because of the game of football. As much as we love it, and there's no question it's the greatest sport in the world. But I think the Chicago Bears have done a disservice to all. And I love when a coach reaches out to the historic greats, but I think you have to do it as a whole and not just the Brian Erlachers and the Tillmans of the world or the guys that played the cover two or whatever. I think you got to go all over and reach out to your alumni and make them a part of a family. And I think that's the most important thing that you can build your franchise around, especially as you're trying, you're going to move to a new stadium. I just think that just makes the Steelers what they are. It's like I've gotten, and I don't know about you, but I've certainly been embarrassed by the Chicago Bears front office and organization on how they handle things like that where i've heard stories that former players were treated a certain way and i'm like wait a second i spent a whole sunday rooting for that man and i spent a whole season living and dying my week was affected by their performance so embrace curtis conway embrace a jeff grant eric kramer these guys that have played this game for you. And that's just son. There's hundreds of them. Just embrace anybody that was a bear, not just. And I think it's great. I don't want to be skipping over the question if I'm not, but I think it has no, to yeah. be the whole umbrella, Adam, the whole yeah. umbrella. Everybody like we're together. This. You're getting- if, if you're talking to culture and team, I would always I, to this day with every team I coach everybody's hands in, Together on three. That is the embodiment of football and hopefully the Chicago Bears. And, and it's a start. It's a start, but not for political optics.
0: I got you. So you will embrace Jay Cutler, bring him back in.
1: I would embrace Jay Cutler. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, you will. Because, as I'll long tell as you.
1: Cutler doesn't give me the cold shoulder.
0: He might, but that's okay because he he's Jay. He's Jay. That's what he's going to do. Jay's
1: got to step up in the pocket. I,
0: I told, I told Alex Brown too. I said, uh, I'll, I'll start being nice to Rex. I'll, that's my thing. I got I put his Rex bobble person. head up. I put his bobble head back up. I said, it's time to bury the hatchet. I will be nice to Rex. We got to get I wa- Rex on a show. I want to listen. I, I will be the guy who's like, listen, I've been upset <laughs> with this for years. I apologize. I think Alex will be that bridge for us and it's fine. But yeah, I love it. I know. I, I think Johnny Knox is now doing television. I think he's going to be working for some people. I want like players like that yes, that yes. we can go out and just bring everybody back. And I remember the the first time I ever got a chance to speak with Tom Thayer. I, I almost literally cried. Like it was just so refreshing. And it was, you know, and it was Johnny Ac- like, oh, my God, like it was just so nice. I'm like, I can't imagine. And, honest like honestly it was more for my dad than for me but it's like this is still very special and I think that the Bears are one of these historic franchises and it's it needs to be better I will tell you this I also root for the Los Angeles Angels you want to know a team that does not embrace this past and is the worst at it like if you think the Bears are bad, Yep. I want you to I'll, – I'll tell you stories about the Angels. Like, I think I'm going to be the guy who ends up bringing the Angels back together. At least the Bears seem to be on the right track, and I appreciate Everflues for that, although the, the Angels do have Joe Madden. So hopefully that part of it's getting better. But I think it's an important thing to embrace the alumni, too. And I want everybody – listen, And when, when your favorite player gets traded and you're bummed out about their jer- – like, embrace that jersey. Like, as a matter of fact, go to NFL shop right now and see if a Tariq Cohen jersey is on sale – or a Khalil Mack or whatever it is. That guy's always going to be a bear as far as I'm concerned. So let's embrace everybody, bring back the alumni. I love that Eberflus is doing that. I love that Ryan Poles seems committed to it as well. So I think that's nothing but a great thing, and it's a sign of a great organization. Yes. Uh, Sammy, what is the uh, what is the next question? Hairless Yoda, what's up? Is there any decent o- linemen left in free agency? I know that the um, – Well, Will Hernandez just signed. I always liked him coming out of college. Billy Price, I think, is okay. I honestly believe that they just want to wait and see right now who they're going to be able to get in the draft.
1: Yeah, I mean, I saw somebody talking about Eric Flowers, former first-round pick for the Giants. He busted out there, we'll say, in playing left tackle. But they moved him inside, and he's played pretty well there inside I, I've seen his name bantered about but to your point a lot of these guys are gonna have to fit that and I won't say it for the Canadians they have to fit a certain <laughs> personality that they want like my guy from Cleveland JC Treder you signed Patrick Treder's a center does it make sense now to sign so to me no you, you always need two centers it's the most important you when you're coaching your backup center has to be available. You don't want to mm-hmm. go to your guard to now learn and play center. Right. All of a sudden you become crippling your offense and what you could do. So a backup center, but I believe Patrick is your future. Uh, Lucas Patrick is your future there. So a JC Treader. can you get him to play right guard? You know, cause I know there's a history there. Treder out of Cornell, I think it do it, but again, I like some of the guys on the roster that are unknowns too. They they become Lachievious Pig Simmons, and like I said, Dieter Iceland, the Tyrone Wheatley Jr. You remember Tyrone? Wheatley? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That's yeah. that's a, that's amazing. a that's a guy that I've been waiting to see. And again. Yeah. I think it goes back. By the way, we did see that the the, the Canada rules comment that kind of slid in I there. Wait, listen, <laughs> listen. And, I, and, and they've qualified for the World Cup. Congratulations to them. So Sammy's out. He's been celebrating since Sunday. Here's my <laughs> thing, though: is a lot of the guys that were picked with the offensive, you know, with the offensive genius who was running things before, we really don't know exactly. if there are any hidden gems. And you know what we have a we have a general manager. Who has been evaluating this offensive line? He did not like the starters. He did not like James Daniels. Which again, this is why I'm okay if if a Bear, if Bears Twitter is upset because I like James Daniels. And there was times that he was he would he would have his moments. Yeah. And I went back and I looked at it again and I said I want to go because I I liked him, but he's just like he's a he's a personality that. I don't want to say soft, but it's like too nice. He's a like odd. Not, He's odd. You're not, you're not like, you need to be kind of a jerk. Yes. Like you, you like, don't honestly, want to say the
1: word again, right? Yeah.
0: Be a prick. Fine. I'll say it. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable, but it's like one of those things. Like you got to be kind of like, that be a jerk. Like that's, yeah. you got to be nasty. And I know people and listen, Jermaine and Freddie and all those guys can go down to Atlanta and go re-sign with Ryan Pace and turn that organization into a bunch of nice guys or whatever. But, And I know that you, you see this a lot, too, where people are like, well, we're, we'll end up getting a penalty and blah, blah, blah. And I think of it, it was either Shane or Bellissimo who made the point of like, you know what, if you give up a penalty on offense, you can ultimately punt. You still have to protect your quarterback. And yes. you need it to be known that if you start to take liberties – with Justin Fields, you're going to get your head kicked in. And exactly. I will sign up for that. I don't want the dirty stuff on defense, but if our offensive linemen are out there doing things that, Dad, they kind of cost us. Did they? Did, Did they, they cost us? Did they send the message? Do you think when the Packers are sitting there watching tape and they see Tevin Jenkins level some dude who got too close to Justin Fields, that's not – I don't know. That might pay off a couple of weeks from now, but exactly. I think that it's the way to play.
1: If you can't, listen, I've coached offensive line. You, you have to have a cohesive unit. There was something odd about James Daniels. There was no cohesiveness, obviously. Everybody saw it at the end, even in their fundamentals and how they approached what it was that they were teaching in regards to how they blocked the run game or the pass game. Without getting too technical, I'll just say what Adam is saying. Every football team that I know, that has gone on to win the super bowl has a bunch of nasties up front that are there to be the bouncers in the club. And the club isn't club dub. It's the quarterback staying on his feet and the run and them enjoying running the football. Because when you start beating up on your opponent, let's just be honest. It's Mm. fun. And we've long missed those days of Thomas Jones hitting it for seven. And then Thomas Jones for four in a first down. Oh, they're running counter again. And the guy in the throw the ball. Counter goes for 30. Thomas Jones again. And all of a sudden you're inside the red zone and touchdown off action. You have to have the big uglies up front that are cohesive, that are a bunch of pricks. They're going to play to the echo of the whistle and set the tone for the game. I've not seen that in Chicago since I saw Olin Krutz, Ruben Brown, Roberto Garza, Funky Fred Miller, and James Big Cat Williams, John Tate. These guys played to the whistle and you won games. Granted, you didn't get over the top. You were close. We all know, have our, our theories of why, but the reality was, This is how you build a foundation of your future in finding those guys that are fitting. And to your point, Ryan Poles, former offensive tackle, offensive guard at BC, and Ian Cunningham, offensive tackle, this assistant GM and offensive tackle at Virginia. These guys are friends. They know what is successful. They know the penicillin that the Chicago Bears need to cure this softness. That's what it is. It has always been Sam Mustafer to me needs to get stronger, and uh, he was just too weak at the point of attack. Me and Olin yeah. Kreutz, I love him. We argued and debated on my show, and listen, as Shane said, I can give you names, but I can't. I can show you the tape, and to me, it doesn't lie. Sam could go out there this just like everybody work his ass. I see him working too, so he can go in there and prove. Himself and make the coaches say, We gotta get the best five. Now we got seven guys that could start. That's a good problem to have. It's yeah. not a bad one. They might not be names, but you start making them names. And listen, I love this draft with often interior offensive linemen. I'm just gonna be honest, Absolutely. this is a great edge draft, wide receiver, offensive lineman. There, and even some co- great corners in this draft. So you're gonna really improve the foundation and see the personality of the GM come with the coach. Because the yeah. coach is saying all the right things. I can't express oh. that enough.
0: All of it. It's them. like, it's like he really paid attention to what was happening. I don't know whether he was yes. or not, but he was clearly paying attention. And when he starts talking about loaves, and I know there's people who get upset when he does the M&M, the loaves, and all that stuff. It's like, you know what? Love, he love that too. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it worked don't out be pretty
1: a well. Don't be a hypocrite. Love Lovey, but not. You have to sit back. I've said this on every show. It is perfectly fine if Kane Stewart, Alex H., and and every Canadian sits back like this with their arms folded and says, I, I don't believe it, because you have that right as a fan, because you've been neglected and abused. You have right. every right, but don't sit there and mock a man trying to build his culture of what his expectation is when the best player on the Colts is saying, I'm going to miss that guy because yeah. he held everybody accountable. He made me a better player. And oh, by the way, Mah- uh, Muhammad comes over here, the defensive end, and is just blown away. And he's telling you, I'm playing for that man. Yeah. Because I know what the exp- it makes me a better person. This is a guy that had a lot of off the field troubles at university of Miami. And he's re, you know, resurrected his career and his life under Eberflus. This is a coach. This is a coach. Yep. I, I'm and excited I, about that.
0: And I, you know what? And it's not a Josh McDaniels type hire or a name that you knew and a guy you've seen on the sideline for generations. And you're like, oh, I know who that person is because there's right. familiarity and you you get comfortable and everybody just kicks around these names of like, who should be a head coach? But sometimes it's hires like this. Yeah. The Eberflues. Like, there's a lot of people. I know that Bill Belichick was a high profile defensive coordinator for Bill Parcells playing yes. in New York. But there was still a lot. Like, that's not like Belichick. He's not that kind of personality that you would watch when he was the when he was the assistant for those Giants teams, or even the New England teams and all that stuff. That you were like, well, this guy's got to be a coach. He eventually, you know, it worked out. And I'm not saying that Eberflus. I'm not crowning Eberflus as the next Belichick. I'm just saying that sometimes these are the hires that work out. And the ones like, and I loved Matt Nagy when he was hired, but he checked all the boxes of like playing for Andy Reid. Super cool, bald like me. Loved him. Didn't work out.
1: It's fine. It's fine. All
0: right, let's get another question
1: in there. I tried to make Adam dress as him for Halloween. Just I will I record. do it anyways. Did I always you do, do it, it this year. Can you come in on the show as I will Matt Nagy?
0: 100%. What are the whys? What are the whys? The, the <laughs> prodigy, speaking of which. Uh, right prodigy. Would you give both seconds and a second next year for DK Metcalf, or is that a low offer? You do not want to give that up for DK Metcalf, who's already intimated. He doesn't want to play in the snow. I will tell you this. I said this when Seattle traded away Russell Wilson. What does it take to get Tyler Lockett here? Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett is half the size of DK Metcalf and yet has way more impressive statistics in the red zone. He is their red zone option. If you yeah. never see, like Tyler Lockett catches all the touchdowns, or he did, that guy's amazing. Like that's the guy that you, can, you might be able to get. DK Metcalf, who I like personally, I've met him over Zoom. He did a Zoom with these nice. fantasy people, and he was great. Great guy. And I look at him, and I I look at him as a specimen. And if you're in Madden, build a player. That's exactly who you want. But there is something about him on the field. And I know that play against uh, with Buda Baker and the Cardinals was amazing. But, like, it doesn't translate. Like, he's not the superstar you think he should be. Like, there's just something about it. And to give up anything, any one of those, like, no,
1: I'm out. I'm not giving up. No, I'm not doing it. I I don't know know about you,
0: but there's that's in.
1: I wouldn't. I'm with you 100%. I would never give all that up for DK. He is a straight go route guy. He's Mm going to, you know, and and he'll get matchups with him, but he's not. I'm with Adam 100%, and, again, there's no script here. Lock it to me, checks off the box of what it is you want, your wide receiver. He's hungry for the football. If he's coming inside on the stem or running a deep dig, in cut, he is not intimidated by any contact. He's going to focus on the ball. I don't care if he's 30, 29, 31. This guy checks the boxes when you watch the tape of him. He is going to catch the football and make a play for you. And when you have a young quarterback, you need those types of guys that are reliable chain movers. This guy is a reliable chain mover that also can get big plays and get separation. Don't give me his age. I watch his tape. He's still in and out of his breaks getting separation, and that's a quarterback's best friend, separation. And I'm with Adam. If you can get a Tyler Lockett, you, I would be a happy guy. I would be ecstatic, actually, because he does things for his size that make him that much more of a better football player than most. So I'm with you yeah. there, 100%. Huge, 100. huge Tyler huge. Lager guy. Me too. I don't know what, when I don't he know came what out of Kansas is. State, I just remember him just flying, just leaping into the air through a seam route, and knowing he's gonna get leveled by the safety and the corner, he's just coming down with the football. He is that kind of, he loves the game of football, so he would yeah. fit what Eberflus and Poles are looking for.
0: Yeah, that would be the guy that I would want to acquire. I don't know what the price is. I'm yeah. not gonna delve into that right type of thing, but whatever. I don't know. Listen, they people who know more than me know more than me. So <laughs> they they determine if they usually they do, you know what I'm saying. So uh,
1: they just come up and smack you. Lock they it. It's lock it.
0: DK a great guy. Love him. But he's not a, he's not a great fit for Chicago. He wants to play in warm weather. Send him to Arizona.
1: I don't care. Uh, said that? That, that becomes, oh my God.
0: He was talking about, um,
1: oh, then Kansas city.
0: Like he didn't want to go to Kansas city. He's like, Kansas city's too cold. I'm like, bro. Okay. Like it's not he's heard enough of you then. Where it's right. like, okay. Like, Hey, but it's, it's football. What? DK. Please, But it is it is like what you said. Like Some, some guys love love being a football personality, exactly. maybe not a football player. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like there's people who are into that. Well, a hundred. Like, it happens. What happens? All right. Uh, what do we got next, Sam? Alex H., uh, question for Adam. Which The Tape Never Lies cast member would you choose to be on a deserted island with and why... All, it's gonna be Draft Doctor Phil. Thank I don't, you. I man. don't think that uh nah I mean like Berlissimo would be fun. Shane, great. But no, Draft Doctor Phil's my guy. That's who I'd want to be out there with. I think we'd figure out a way to
1: get off that island. Me or and we you would, be, would come up with a plan to get off the island. I mean we'd we would enjoy our time. Yes. We would debate. I could make, Can you know, I could
0: make I can make older references. You know, I can say like I'll I know because of your family lineage, I could start making references to Reggie Rucker. I don't know if I could make that to Burlissimo. I don't even I don't even know if he knows who that player is. I don't know. I don't know why I remember that player. I do remember Reggie why I remember. Rucker. I know why I know that name because when I first had football cards, I had it. Mm-hmm. And I remember because when you're a little kid and you see the name Rucker, well your mind listen, your mind goes into other places. <laughs> and, uh, and it's the funniest thing in the world. And you would call your friends like, you're a Reggie Rucker. And you're like, it sounds dirty. And everybody's like, what? Like, oh, okay. And he played for the Browns. So back, back these, the I don't know when it changed, but when I was a, like a, they're old, old, like these old cards, like like one of my neighbors gave me all these old cards and they, they didn't have the logos on them. Mm-hmm. And the Browns never seen it, seemed weird because obviously they didn't have the logo on the helmet. So, I don't know. Reggie Rucker for uh, for whatever reason, one of my favorite players. I don't even know, but that's why. Listen, Berlissimo. Listen, Berlissimo. You're, I had to pick one. Listen, Berlissimo. this is like this is like the You're uh my, we're brothers, me and Adam. This is like the this is like the draft. Like if Christian Watkins <laughs> and George Pickens are there, yes, you have to choose one or the other. Now Berlissimo is probably taking Pickens. Yes. Um, but that doesn't mean he doesn't like Christian Walker. You know what right.
1: I'm saying? We like had this debate, him. me and him. I had Traylon Burks over Pickens, mm. and George was upset mm. with me. But da- I will die on that Traylon Burks grave. I will go. I will go anywhere. Now, if Jameis Williams falls because of an injury, yeah. he's there at thirty-nine. Might. You he have might. To, You have to sprint to the podium. Yeah. and get that this kid is oh, get, going to be i get antsy an if he, I, I get antsy if he gets to 35 i know You're me like, and you are, are going gonna... to be texting oh my god we're he's gonna... still there he's still there it's he's going gonna, to happen it's going to be one right before us adam we did this oh, yeah. with aaron donald me we're going to get donald out of this remember yet? that oh what <laughs> i don't I, I think it was the show
0: uh i think when brian perez was on Mm-hmm. we were uh, we were talking about that draft night, and I went through my story of being at Radio City Music Hall and like the utter devastation of that oh moment. My God, that is that that is why the draft is both the best and the worst. And it is interesting because last year, when they drafted Justin Fields, like going through the motions of like Kyle Pitts goes to Atlanta, uh, the the Denver takes certain. Carolina drafts their cornerback, and you're like, oh my god, this gonna. There's a trade. The Bears have traded up, and then you're like, wait, are we gonna go Mac Jones? Like you never know. Um, It's the best and worst. Yeah, I know. And listen, I still think that when we, although I like Trevor Lawrence, and I think Trevor Lawrence will have an opportunity, you know, to be really good. I just don't understand how in 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 God's green earth that Zach Wilson. And Trey Lance went ahead of Justin Fields right. and uh Mac Jones. I think that'll be the thing that we right. look back on 10 years from now. That's Ken
1: O'Brien, but like, going before Dan Marino, man, that's exactly what it is. Didn't Tony Eason go before Dan Marino? So th- that's there were the five guys Todd it Blackledge. Was,
0: Blackledge was, went before it was, Marino, it was Elway oh Elway to Marino, yeah, and then it's
1: Ken O'Brien, Todd Blackledge. Uh um, this is going to be history repeating itself, in my opinion. I mean I would have never taken Zach Wilson. Never and no, Trey Lanson. Never. Trey
0: that was Lanson. a gift. I was
1: So scared of Trey Lance. And I was so was happy the Jets took. We, we lucked into it, was... it. And it's my favorite moment. And I will be playing it, I believe, tomorrow night on our show, where Adam Rank comes on our show and is all amped up. And that's why, you know what, Adam? That's why I, work, I love you. I, I work more blue on your show than I do here. Oh, I, think I, I think I was cussing a lot that oh, night. Oh, you cuss. I I, can't, I don't want to offend any Canadian and play it on this show. because You can't play that. No, is that Adam? Your
0: whole family would be like. Like even, even <laughs> Rick Flair would have been like, calm it down a little bit. <laughs> Woo! Bring it back. Dial it back a little bit. I'm still very excited about it. I, but that's one of the greatest things about the draft is going that way. I also remember too, the, uh, the kids won't remember this. Donovan McNabb, Chicago person. Oh my God. The Cleveland Browns had the first pick in the draft and they were it's obviously a drafting job. a quarterback and all that. No. And it wasn't the fact Tim couch was also like an awful selection, <laughs> but the fact of like, they were deciding between Tim couch yep. and Akili Smith. They weren't even considering Donovan McNabb. And you're like, you're not, you're not considering McNabb. Like what has happened? McNabb, this is back when Syracuse was kind of an all right school as well. It was insane. You're taking the guy from Kentucky and this is Kentucky before Kentucky. Kentucky has been fine recently, but like, Oh my God. So I think that we're going to look back at Zach Wilson and Trey Lance and be like, what were you guys thinking? We know what happened to San Francisco. Everybody knows what happened to San Francisco. What was supposed to happen in San Francisco? Who was supposed to be playing in San Francisco? They got caught holding the bag. We got to draft a quarterback. Oh, it's just a Trey Lance. Like, why wouldn't you just default to Justin Fields? I'm glad you did it. You're I'm so awesome. Kyle Shanahan, you're awesome. I'm glad you wear trucker hats too, but thank God you did what you did. <laughs> um, I think we probably have more questions. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to fair. people. Um, Phil. Dr. Phil, answer honestly.
1: If you had to pick a quarterback – uh, yeah, if you had to pick, which quarterback would you have taken the last year? I've always, had, I've always truthful. truthful. I would have taken Mac Jones, and it makes people upset, but that's where I my analysis was what I saw on the tape. Mac Jones would have been my pick for the Chicago Bears because I love the accuracy, the anticipation throws, the toughness, the things. That I get so fired up when I listen to some of these national broadcasts on my way to work in the morning. Keyshawn Johnson and Jay Williams will just throw them out there just burying Mac Jones because he's in a program and they're just saying, well, any quarterback that goes there. Well, that's football number one. But at the end of the day, you still have to go through your progression. You still yeah. have to make the throw. You have to anticipate these things. And we can't just skip over the fact that Tom Brady left and now Mac Jones has the pressure of replacing the greatest of all time. That's not an easy position for any person that's played in the NFL, let alone a rookie. So, we could say whatever we want. Mac Jones is going to write his story, but to answer the question truthfully, if I was the GM, I would have selected Mac Jones over, I had him ranked over Justin Fields. Yeah. And you've been, you've been very open about that. It
0: also doesn't mean I don't don't like, it doesn't mean you don't like Justin Fields. I always use this analogy. (laughs) I'm like growing up. You like, you could like Pearl Jam and Nirvana but you favored one over the other. This is why you, you like the perfect.
1: analogy king. It's
0: perfect. You don't you don't hate it doesn't just because I like Pearl Jam better doesn't mean I hate Nirvana. I right. just prefer Pearl Jam. Uh, for me, it for would you, be Run DMC and the I was Beastie just Boys. Say, I was just run DMC say, or the Beastie. I was gonna say
1: Snooper Dre, like, like, but okay, no, I knew I, you were gonna that's that West Coast man. I, no, I mean, right, fair enough. Run DMC. You love the Beastie Boys, right? I'm a beast. So I'm do Beastie I. But if I had to chew run DMC like it oh, defined I who I was as a young sixth grade kid. Fair Like, enough. it's like that came out, or here we go. Here we go. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, this is my thing. And I just embraced it. And here that's a part of yeah. me. I've never hidden from it. So, but it doesn't mean I don't like the Beastie. I think Hold right. It Now is one of my favorite. It's got to be in my top 10 all time favorite songs. Hold it now. Hit it. Hit it. Yo, Leroy. Hit, hit. <laughs> Yo, man, what's up? Tell me where you're from. Where, oh, my tell God. Where you're from. You King loved the, the uh, Beastie Boys documentary, didn't
0: you? King of the Ale. Yes. Oh, I have the book. I have a, the book on the he, shelf over there. When I'm on NFL Network, the Beastie Boys book is in the background. I did a blog, or not a blog, I did a podcast talking about the Mount Rushmore of Beastie Boys songs. Oh my that you God. can probably find somewhere. I know that Sabotage was, well, I probably, you know, what's funny is like I could probably do that podcast today and have four different answers <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> because it, because like music just changes so much, but it's still License instrumental it to Ill. Front to back. It's perfect. Well, you know, what's funny is what was panned initially was uh, Paul's boutique. But if you go back and give it a listen today, Oh, front to back, true. also, also a genius album as well. But we got, we got to answer some Bears. Sorry, questions. sorry. Go. Why, the analogy go. got us. All right, there we go. What are we? Got? Uh, what are your expectations for the upcoming season for the Bears with all the changes? For the record, I will say this, and I'm probably more optimistic than most. I think that there is an opportunity for these guys that if they buy into the system, to be more successful. A lot of 50 50 games that they were not winning over the last couple of years, I think, could end up going in the Bears' favor. And when you look at how the NFC landscape has changed, there is an opportunity similar to what the Eagles did this season, sneaking into that seventh seed, where the Bears could be a lot more competitive, record-wise, competing for an NFC playoff spot, not really being closer to the Super Bowl, but still better than most people expect. And I think that's a reasonable expectation.
1: Phil, where are you standing? I'm with you again. I. This is like just hyperbole right now because you're still defining in that second round. You get a big time playmaking wide receiver. Let's just say my guy, Traylon Burks, who I compare to Debo Samuel. Yeah, say you get him there and you get an offensive guard. Now you got five pricks on the line. Justin Fields is actually being schemed and used in the appropriate way where his high ceiling is embraced. Now you got a, a young group of wanted guys, Jasper Jasper Horstead included here. Everyone mm-hmm. forgets the kid from Princeton. Love except, him. except your boy Brant. I'm sure he'll remember the Princeton kid. But would you stop? <laughs> but these guys could do something because of what you said. If this coach's culture is bought into, and it's gonna be, or you're gone. and and the synchronized swimming team is going to decide that, then I feel like Don Burr and the Detroit Lions Hard Knocks celebration parade, that'll be your Super Bowl, and the Chicago Bears will be actually playing games to win and do things in the appropriate way. Let's not forget, you you should have beat Minnesota twice. The first time you beat them, you beat them with a secondary or that – was just young kids. And that's my favorite game of the last four years was yeah. that game against the, the Thomas, the Thomas Graham, game. The Thomas Graham game, because the, that's, that's the curtain of Eber poles. and polls. If you want to see, go watch the whole secondaries out, except all these young guys on defense that want to win. And they go out there and play the most electric game of football. We saw all last season from the bears, not, Every team, but right, from yeah. the Bears, and it, wasn't, that- it wasn't, it wasn't,
0: it wasn't Chiefs Bills in the playoffs. No, or anything like it that. was yeah. not
1: that, but it was coaching, it was a showcase of these kids wanting to put themselves on tape for other GMs and other teams, not knowing the future. They all knew Nagy was gone, yeah. they all knew it. So, that right there, Sean is just is trying to get a job, exactly. Exactly. Tease Tabor's out there playing his best football of his life. Those things matter, and that's where this game of football is, and no offense to fantasy guys, you I love fantasy. I love Adam Rank like a brother. But at the end of the day, the baseline of Mina Kimes' highlighted name recognition is never going to win a football game. It's going to be the culture, the coaching and everybody embracing that culture, going out there with a plan. And I think they got the right guys. I'm really excited to see those pillar pieces being defined in the draft because, like you said, the door's still open on Obi-Wan Genobi, the freaking Jedi 3 tech. The door's still open on what they're going to do in the draft. So my expectation, I don't do power rankings and, oh, let me pick the schedule we'll do it for fun but i don't yeah. believe in that until we get into camps we play the games and herm edwards will always be right you got to have that culture you play to win the game if you don't then you have the wrong people there just like you said about dk once you said to me he said he doesn't want to play in cold he doesn't want to play football yeah he just wants what football can give you that's yeah. and i don't
0: want he wants that wants to be on tv and it's fine and you know that's there's people like exactly. that. I mean, you go listen. You can go to a comedy club and see people doing an open mic. And there's people who just want to eventually, like, oh, I just want to be famous. I want to do this. And there's people who are not putting in the work because they yes. just think it's an easy ride. And a lot of people, you know what? There's other guys that want to go out there and put in the work. And those are the kind of players that are going to be attractive to the lo- to the to the lawsuit, to the Chicago Bears in the in the future. And I think too, like when you talk about what have they done to help out Justin Fields. Uh, First of all, they got rid of Matt Nagy. I think that's probably the most impressive thing that you could have done for him. The best thing that you could have done. And now you have a coach who, like, coming into this offseason, he's the undisputed number one. He's running an offense that's going to be designed for him. It is going to be night and day. And I don't care who plays on the offensive line. You can sit there and be like, their offensive line sucks, which might or might not be true. The Bengals had that same problem last year, and they made it all the way to the Super Bowl. And I'm not predicting that the Bears are going to be going to the Super Bowl, but you're putting too much into this. We have too much time on our hands. The NFL has become too big. We think about it way too much. Honestly, we should be worried about spring training, the NBA playoffs, March Madness, the Masters is coming up. Who cares? We shouldn't even be worried about the Bears' roster until August. But we have so much time. There's so much interest. And by the way, thank you for it because it's how I get paid. But at the same time it's worse for us. We know too much. It's like it's like having WebMD. Like WebMD is great, but then like now you think like I have a cramp in my hamstring right now. Is that cancer? I don't know. Cuz like I've been reading WebMD and I don't know. Now I'm worried and concerned that this is some underlying issue. Maybe I'm scared, like I don't know what it is. Maybe it's
1: a cyst. No, it's just I'm not drinking enough water and I'm not stretching enough. For the, the record, thing- I don't agree with you. I think you could know, never have enough football. I don't watch baseball, so I'm biased. So I you, love the football. I you, love you, you can, though, because listen, you break you it can, down truthfully. You but know you can handle it. You're you're allowed. You can
0: handle it. Okay. You can handle that. You know what I'm saying? Like there's certain like certain people can be trusted with certain things. Like I like you could like listen. Look at you. You yes. know what? Like if you're sitting there and you're like eyeing that extra slice of pizza, I'm like, yeah, go ahead. You'll be you'll be okay. I'm not worried about you. I have friends that I look at and I'm like, you should have never even opened the pizza box. Why are you going for your fourth slice? Those are the people that we need to be keeping an eye out for. And those are the people and who are probably, you know, the ones that are in the you know consuming all this content in March. So I shouldn't yeah. be biting up the hand. I know Sammy's like, Adam, stop talking and stop insulting <laughs> everybody who's still following football at this time of the year. No, but, but I, I think
1: have to, to your but, point is right. If if it's, they're following God, P, the problem I properly, see, but do it, but follow it properly. You can't like follow been... people that are doing. What is hot it? takes? Hot takes. Take. Thank you. Ah. The, you can't do that. Where's the possess? Where's the? Yes, it like? it's not gonna happen. There we go. You can't do that. If you do that, you lose. And that's where our network comes in because it's all about. Even simo Shane, and I don't agree. We get into a debate there. It ain't. Let's put on an act tonight, guys, and yeah. let's fight over this. No, it's real, and it's analysis, and that's where you want the difference besides hot takes. and I say this all the time on my show, so I wouldn't be saying anything here that I haven't said before, but Adam Rank is somebody I really love because he's never hidden his love for the Bears, but also realistic approach to analyzing football in its entirety. So it's just not you put in a joke about the bears if yeah. it's something, but it's always reflected in your analysis in a way that's appropriate. And, and I can't have more respect for that. And that's why we get along so well. Cause if I was there on the NFL network, everything would go back to a little pun or a little analogy about the bears as well. But I would yeah. never, ever wear a Tampa or a Bills shirt or anything. I could never do it. Oh, couldn't. stop. I know just what you're saying. You know. Stop it. Stop and you right couldn't then.
0: either. Stop. There you go. Listen, I've I've worn Jaguars clothing before.
1: As never a favor to my
0: friend Tony Khan.
1: Because who cares? Listen, it doesn't, Tony, it doesn't matter. Tony's Tony, coming. Let me put on a Jack shirt. I'm gonna put on
0: a. I'm gonna put on this Blake Bortles jersey. I will. I will say this though. Like yes. the other night, I was on Total Access, and we're trying to rebuild the Packers. I'm like, why? Who cares? They're fine. But like going through, <laughs> but like doing it honestly. Like I was, I was sitting there, and I'm like, here's what the Packers should do. And everybody's gonna tune out now. Like, who cares? But I'm like, the Packers have two first round picks. Trade back take an offensive tackle like a uh, Will or Smith. What's his name? Uh, the guy from uh guy from Tulsa Smith, the tackle Lucas Smith, Luke Lucas Smith. Smith, somebody like that. The Tulsa tackle I'm like take him, take him trade, <laughs> trade back. Cause you're not like, you're going to draft a rookie that Aaron Rodgers is not going to throw to anyways. And bears fans will be upset, but I'm like, you should take George Pickens. Cause that's like a perfect player for them. <laughs> but it's like, but it's like this is the analysis. It is what it is. It's like it's not like I'm. It's not like the Packers are going to listen to me. But you got to be truthful.
1: Tyler Smith. That's
0: Tyler story. Smith. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm like doing this and I'm like this like as a Bears fan. This is a realistic take. Like Alan Lazard's going to be your number one. This and then and God bless Hawk, who I love. He's like, well, you should trade Jordan Love for Tyler Lockett. And I'm like, and I'm the clown. I'm considered the clown on this show. (laughs) And I told him and we're on the air and I'm like, you really think you're going to trade Jordan love for to stop this? Stop the segment. Stop this segment. And he's like, no, I know it's more than that. And he's having a good time, but I'm like that. But again, it's still, but I'm coming from like, listen, I'm a Bears fan. I don't want to give you this kind of help, but like, this is what you should do. And uh, I try to glad you're
1: honest with it.
0: I should have just clowned him and been like, "Nope, like, Draft another quarterback.
1: Take Draft pick another
0: in. running back. Draft, Draft another, another running one. back. Do whatever you got to do. But uh, I was trying to help the Packers out, even though they didn't need—they don't need me. But in any event, uh, Phil, I know there's other, and, and I apologize. I think we covered everything, and I know we're going to get to you know as we move closer because we're still talking like in generality. So I hope yes. we answered all of your questions. But Phil, I want to thank you. It is always a special occasion when you were when we're able to be together. I do want to say that the Tape Never Lies Network, I will be on with you. One of the nights of the draft, I will be there. I it's think we do sa- the second night. The so second the 29th night
1: I, Friday, right? Can you do so it? So I
0: signed on. Yeah, unless I'm in Las Vegas. But even then, I'll I'll have a phone on me. So I'll be able to do something. Uh, we'll be on again. I'll be on with you guys again because you guys have been gracious enough to join our show uh Berlissimo's been on Shane's idea. been on so yeah we gotta have the home at home I gotta make good with it uh at some point but what do you guys have going on tomorrow,
1: tomorrow. oh by the way thank you
0: for that Bringer.
1: there you go Funkbringer Funkbringer that would be a great card back in the day when you were a kid Funkbringer yeah. Funkbringer <laughs> Rucker and Funkbringer oh my gosh how about blazing game we got a fullback Adam blazing there. game we haven't There's... had a fullback in a while there it it is. Chris Jackal's favorite fullback blazing <laughs> game. <laughs> Let me say tomorrow night, we got Silas Kelly a linebacker from coastal Carolina. This kid was the captain there and his story is one that you need to hear to believe. And he's one of those fabric players that polls and Iber are talking about. So He's gonna jump on the show. We're gonna have a, a mock draft, a second round mock draft tomorrow night with Shane, myself, and Mac at Bears Nerd. You got to get him on the show. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Bears Nerd. Yeah, Bears we'll get him Nerd. On His too. voice hasn't hit puberty yet, but I think we're we close.
0: I think, I think he's close <laughs> to coming on. I think we. I, I'm pretty sure we reached out to him. I think we're working. Oh, there on. you go. I'm checking my phone right now, but anyways, I think we're gonna to try to get Bears Nerd on. If he's not locked in, he will be locked in very there soon. There you go.
1: But, yeah, but we're going to do that tomorrow. Got a lot of fun to go on. Mock draft, Silas Kelly, Coastal Carolina. We're going to get into the free agency, obviously what Polls and Eberflus had to say. And then we're going to make fun of a lot of people that take a lot of hot take. Maybe Mina Kimes. you
0: make fun of her. No, I still like her. I disagreed with what she was saying <laughs> regarding the bears. I'm still a huge fan. You do it
1: graciously.
0: Listen, she's fine. I don't mind
1: if someone she's
0: disagrees. Good. I just, I don't. I listen. I, I thought she was respectful. She didn't call yes. us clowns or anything like that. I just disagreed with her take. I was just more of, so I'm like, Mina, come on, you should know better. That was my thing. I'm I'm not mad at her. I'm disappointed. There I'm disappointed go. that she can't see the bigger picture. It's kind of like when somebody's watching a, a series, like if you're watching breaking bad or something and you're like, this yeah. sucks. You're like, it's two episodes in <laughs> wait till the whole thing plays out. You know what I'm saying? Are you uh, watching it, anything good right now? That fans show, should just- uh, winning time, the rise
1: of the showtime Lakers. Oh, it's good. Oh With my God. Have you watched Johnson. it? Have I haven't seen it. I haven't started it yet. I'm on DMZ. There is a,
0: there was a great, I forgot, like I'm, I grew up a UNLV fan. I didn't Mm -hmm. realize how close Tark was to being the coach of the Lakers and why he is not the coach or why he did not become the coach of the Lakers. Uh, Check out winning time on HBO max, but Phil, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate your time. I will see you soon on the tape. Never lies network. And we appreciate every one of you guys coming in here and spending some time with us. It, is, uh, it has really helped out, and uh, I will see you soon, and
1: I love you, brother. I love you, too, and when you come on, we have, we're in production of your new intro. Can't wait.
0: Can't yeah. wait to see it. All right, there he goes, the great draft Dr. Phil. Thank you to everybody who joined us here tonight. And, again, we wanted to get to a lot more of your questions, but, listen, conversation is the conversation, and it's what we do. But really appreciate it if you can. Oh, by the way, you were supposed to drop the word "sick" into the comments. If you're still with us, type in the word "sick" just to let us know that you like the show. It would really appreciate it. Sammy, listen, it would make Sammy's day. It would be a personal favor to Sammy if you just typed in "sick" right now. He would appreciate it. We appreciate you liking, subscribing, and following along here. Be sure to tune in on Thursday where the the Sick Podcast with Adam Rank will return with more great conversation. Until that time, until that time, whatever, we'll see you then. Bear down, and Sammy, let's play us out. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast with Adam Rank on YouTube, Instagram,
1: Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.